Okay, this book is called Small Steps, The Year I Got Polio by Peg Carrot. Uh, the setting for this book is 1949 to 1950 in Minnesota. It's told in the first person point of view by Peg herself, uh, as best she can remember it. And the publication date for the book was 1996, so there have been some changes since then, but it's pretty much uh, still the same. Uh, here's some background information that you might want to know about the book and the uh, some things behind the book before we get started. Uh, there is no cure for poliomyelitis and no way to repair the debilitating effects of the disease. Scientists identified polio, the polio virus in 1908, but it wasn't until the early 1950s that researchers developed the Salk vaccine as a means of preventing the disease. In 1955, the United States initiated the nationwide vaccination program to combat polio. And there has been a significant drop in polio cases since this time. In 1949, the doctors treated the symptoms of the disease, often with painful yet sometimes ineffective, or yet sometimes effective or and ineffective uh, approaches. Uh, and the effective approaches were some of them were developed by Austra an Australian nurse uh, known as Sister Elizabeth Kenny. Peg uh, described the treatment in great depth during this book, uh, Small Steps. Now, at this time, President uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was no doubt the 20th century's most famous polio victim and survivor. Uh, the disease struck him at an unusually late age of 39 uh, because it struck mainly infants and small children. So this was highly unusual. Roosevelt's case drew attention to the disease. Millions of dollars flowed into the support for polio victims in the research. To some extent, Roosevelt's polio removed the stigma and the shame of being handicapped. Nevertheless, Roosevelt did not go so far as to parade his handicap before the American people. This president still wanted to project an image of strength and invulnerability. Although statistics show that polio is still prevalent in the United in developing nations, the Sabin oral vaccine, which replaced Jonas Salk's vaccine, has all but eradicated or gotten rid of the polio in the United States. However, there are approximately 600,000 polio survivors in this country, many of whom, including Peg Carrot, are now fighting the effects of post-polio syndrome. So that's just a little bit of background information. Uh, and another interesting fact is that President Roosevelt uh, only had about three photos of him in his wheelchair. 
and never wanted to be photographed like that because he didn't want to appear weak in front of the American people, which is kind of ironic, I think, because uh, if you ever visit the uh, Roosevelt Memorial in Washington, D.C., there is a statue of him there, and he is in his wheelchair. <laughs> it makes me wonder, would he have approved of that one or not? Not sure. So, let's get started. The next episode will be the prologue. And a prologue is a separate section in a literary work uh, before an event gets started. So, see you on the next section. Okay. This is episode two, which is the prologue. And before we get started with the prologue, I will tell you that I did contact Peg Carrot on Facebook. And she sent me a personal Facebook message that said, yes, I could read this book to my students. And that she thought it was a great one to read at this time because it so closely resembled what we were going through with the uh, corona virus pandemic. Uh, so, good to know, right? Prologue. Before a polio vaccine was developed, polio killed or crippled thousands of people each year. A president of the United States Franklin Delano Roosevelt got polio as a young father. He spent the rest of his life in a wheelchair using hip-high leg braces and a cane when he needed to stand to make a speech. Children, however, are more likely to get polio than adults. It is highly a highly contagious disease, and in 1949, there were 42,033 cases reported in the United States. There was only one case diagnosed that year in Austin, Minnesota, a 12-year-old girl, Peg Schultz, me. The disease's full name is poliomyelitis, or infantile paralysis, but it is usually called polio. The polio virus attacks the nerve cells, which control the muscles of the body. If damage to the nerve cells is slight, the muscle weakness will be temporary. If the virus kills many nerve cells, paralysis will be extensive and possibly permanent. There is no cure for polio. There are no miracle medicines to stop the damage to the nerve cells or to repair those already damaged. When I began to write about my polio days, long-forgotten memories bubbled to the surface. I was astonished by the intense emotions these memories brought with them. Those months more than any other time in my life, molded my personality. Since I have no transcript of the events, the dialogue is not strictly accurate. But the people mentioned are real. The incidents all happened 
and the voices are as close to reality as I can make them. Although I used fictional techniques to write this book, I can verify my feelings about everything that happened. And feelings are the most important part of any story. And she's saying that while she doesn't have a transcript, a written out thing, a, a paper of everything everyone said, she's relaying it to the best of her ability and keeping it true to a biography so that it isn't a work of fiction. But the great thing is it's written like a work of fiction because it has a plot, characters, rising action, climax, falling action, conflict, uh, all the good stuff. And she loves to use similes, so you'll hear a lot of those and metaphors. All right. Stay tuned for Chapter 1.